So are you telling me that Megan's pants are two thousand dollars? But what did she do with the top? <laughs> the top looked good too. We have done too. quite a deep dive. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, we're talking about her undergarments up top because it was a very nice line that she. It's what had. we call in the business seamless. <laughs> well, Australian singer Judith Durham has been farewelled at a state memorial service in Melbourne last night. Yeah. Let's get some more. Our entertainment editor Peter Ford is with us. Hi, Pete. Uh, it was a really lovely memorial, wasn't it? It was fantastic. It was yeah. really good. The Hamer Hall, which is placed where the Seekers before many, many times through the last 30 years or so, and it really reflected the very eclectic taste in music that Judith had, her own ambitions to be an opera singer originally, and she trained to be a classical pianist, and it touched upon what a strong, resilient character she was, because she had this chronic lung condition pretty much from a very young age, but that did not hold her back. In fact, we heard stories of where she would be in the dressing room before a show coughing her lungs out, and people would say, there's no way no, and she's going on tonight. But she went on. There's her beautiful sister, Beverly Sheehan, her older sister the great jazz singer in her own right. All sorts of people joined in on this. Now, I'm really sorry. I know there's like rubbing salt into the wound because I know there's a lot of people out there who are saying, well, I would have watched it if I could have. It's, you've got to, we're going to have these state funerals. They've got to find a way to make it more accessible yeah. for people yeah. to see them, I think. They're the three boys here. That was the big finish for the night. There were some video messages from all sorts of people, including Paul Kelly and Jimmy Barnes and this beautiful one from Joanna Lumley, who, of course, back in the days when the 60s hit in London, the swinging 60s into the 70s, Joanna was a big-time model on the scene. And here you can see in this clip she speaks so fondly about Judith Durham. Judith, your light will never be extinguished. To paraphrase Shakespeare, so long as people hear and eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Farewell, sweet girl, and may flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. So Bruce, Keith and Athel were the big finish. They talked so beautifully about this brother-sister relationship they had with Judith. And they talked about this new recording out today called Carry Me, which is kind of like the final goodbye, if you like, from The Seekers. And Judith, I don't think was in great health when she recorded it, but you'd never know. The voice is magnificent. So go and track that down today. It's called Carry Me, a song that Bruce originally wrote 23 years ago, and they decided to finish it. They were going to bring it out for the 60th anniversary of The Seekers, mm. but they've brought it out as of today. And Keith spoke beautifully about the great relationship he had with Judith. Here's a little of Keith Potka. So Judith, my little sister, you may not be here in one way, but you have not really gone because your picture is on my wall and your boundless spirit and love will be in my heart forever. Thank you. So it was a magnificent send-off to a national treasure and a lady we remember with great respect and fondness and love. Yeah, and we're going to have more of the musical tributes from the memorial a little later in the show. Yeah. We'll bring those to you. Yeah. Well, moving on, the film Don't Worry, Darling has premiered at Venice Film Festival. It has the world talking. Break it down for us, Pete. So, yeah, it's got the world talking. The movie apparently is pretty good, some good performances, but this thing has now sort of overtaken everything called Spitgate. So here we are at the Venice Film Festival, and what is believed to have happened is that Harry Styles have been up on stage, he returns to his seat, and then it is alleged that he spat 
on Christopher Pine, his co-star. Now, here we go. Now, of course, in the very best traditions of the morning show, one thing we do well on this show is we loop things and we zoom in on things. So do you think he is is that? Now, you can see, to add to it, Chris Pine kind of seems taken aback by what's happened. He looks down and is taken aback. Now, why would Harry Styles do that? Well, his people are saying he didn't do that. It's an optical illusion. You think you're seeing something that you're not. Now, we're also getting reports to Christopher Pine look really bored at a press conference. Um, whether this is they're trying to make a story of tensions between the two. We're also getting stories of Harry Styles refusing to hear. Yeah, I think we've done with that. Thank you very much, Control Room. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> even I have limits. Uh, yeah, now you can see Christopher oh, Pine looking really bored does, there. Not going to sell tickets to that movie if you're looking like that, are you? Then there are reports that he wouldn't stand next to Olivia Wilde another of his co-stars on the red carpet. Again, we're being told you're misunderstanding what that situation was. So uh, I don't know if this stuff is good for the hype involving a movie. I think the movie oh, should be I sold. Think, on. I think it is. It's think? Everybody's talking about it. They're, yeah, there's memes everywhere about it. It's, yeah... They're do, I think they're doing collar. it well, perhaps. Do you love the collar? Yeah. I love that collar. Yeah. I love that collar. Now, now, so apparently they wouldn't stand together, but Spitgate is the thing. <laughs> so we don't need to go back to it. We'll keep eyes on it if anything else does develop. I'm still trying to get my head around Christopher Pine's hair. Not Christopher Pine. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Pine. Not Christopher Pine. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Chris, Chris Pine. Yeah. I'm making Christopher. Not Christopher but Chris Pine. Pine's hair. You I made think. him a South Australian <laughs> politician. All, yeah. all right, now, Pete. Uh, the the third episode of Meghan Markle's podcast has just been dropped. Let's go. Uh, well, actually, it's, in some ways, it's a bit disappointing. Uh, her, so her guest today is the actress and the comedian Mindy Carling, and they talk about a lot of stuff, obviously, as you do in a podcast. And, of course, it's all become... Uh, people literally are sitting down with notebooks saying, how many times does she, she use the word me in a podcast? So, you know, she almost can't win. But as we know, they're very busy in Dusseldorf at the moment, whilst this <laughs> podcast did drop. She talks about her childhood days. She's talking about how she was like the ugly duckling with a big gap in her teeth. Um, people, of course, are literally going back and looking at old photos now to see, did she really have a big gap in her teeth or has she made that up? So people are very, very anxious to pull her up and drop number three today. Okay. Yeah, in a $2,000 pair of pants. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, yeah. Pete. We'll come back Thank to you, you later. Good on you, Pete.